that means it's a sharp tongue podcast with jesse may i'm getting to become a real pro at this you guys got a little sing song right off the bat my voice is a little groggy um i don't know why i think it might be allergies i get allergies i'm such a pussy i can't handle life thistle weed oak berry and pollen i'm a cat dander dust and dirty whore Al- allergic person my name's al allergic um yeah i'm here it's monday morning i'm here for you guys every monday i'm gonna be here for you for the rest of your lives <sighs> it's so weird to sit here alone and do this and just entertain myself in my apartment with my two dogs jesse may the single comic and her two dogs the fart firing pitbull and the Am I going to die today, Chihuahua? If you're not caught up, my Chihuahua has heart disease, and every day could be his last. (laughs) God, that's so horrible. Isn't that so horrible? Every day I come in the house, and I'm like, Fozzie Bear, is today going to be the day? And then I whisper in his ear, you can go. I'll be okay. Mommy's going to get a new puppy. (laughs) Oh, it's so horrible. I've had him for 10 years. 10 years I've had this dog, and now he's starting to kick the bucket so slowly. I'd almost rather he get hit by a car than this horrible, drawn-out, I-don't-know-when-he's-going-to-die situation. I don't want emails from all of you bastards that I'm an uh, animal abuser because I said I'd rather he get hit by a car. But you got to understand, this dog I've had for so long, and every day he's just hacking up a lung, and I don't know if he's going to survive. And then I pump him full of... $600 worth of medication. Is he a Chihuahua or is it Anna Nicole Smith? Who who am I really taking care of here? Did she come back from the dead? Five pounds? As the size of her nipple in her later years? I mean, I just, I, I can't handle this poor thing. I love him to death and he just coughs all the time. And I just, uh, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> Carlin smells like death and Fozzie is approaching death. There's a lot of death in this house. So I need a boyfriend. Um, anybody? Any takers? I'll, I'm looking for like, I think like a fireman or a divorced college professor. Community college. Well, maybe university. But definitely divorced. Somebody who's had their heart broken because I need somebody who's realistic. I need somebody who's already been beaten down by somebody else and has a little bit of vulnerability and humility about them. I'm I'm about that life. So maybe a fireman, a serial killer, Charlie Manson. What's going on? I hear the wedding got called off. I'm your girl. Do you watch girl code in prison? (laughs) Are you a girl code fan? Charlie Mance? Can I call you Mance? Manson for short. Um, I'm into a sensitive serial killer. What do you want from me? People? Every girl likes a little bit of danger. We don't want to know that all you do is bake cookies you, you got to also, you know, be good with your hands. Maybe strangle a bitch. That shows some power and mystery. I like mystery. <laughs> oh, man. I had a breakdown again with the dogs last week. Um, 
I came home after my gigs. I had gigs at the Hollywood Improv. And I came home and I, I usually crate Carlin. When I'm gone, I put Carlin in a crate. Just, you know, because it maintains some sort of level of control in the household. You can't have your dog running around, jumping on their couches, jumping on your bed, thinking he owns it. So when I'm gone, Carlin goes in his crate and he likes it. He actually go. he's in there right now. I'm looking at him with the door open. He's laying in there in his own fart cloud right now. Pure bliss. So I got home from my gig and he had peed in his crate, which is just really bizarre for a dog to do. Normally they don't pee where they sleep. And uh, I had a little breakdown. <laughs> I didn't realize it was going to be that time of the month. See, that's what happens. Women, like two days before it's going to be that time of the month, we have a breakdown about something really dumb. It just, it's just like, it's, it's the, 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 the straw that breaks the camel's back. And that was the straw that broke my period back. I just started crying. And it was funny because Marcella Arguello is staying with me, who was on the podcast last week. She's here staying for a few nights. And she was, she walked in the kitchen and she just saw me huddled over Carlin's crate crying. <laughs> She thought Fozzie had died. She's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Is it Fozzie? Is it Fozzie? And I'm like, no. Carlin peed in his crate. <laughs> I can't handle life. I can't handle life. And I'm like, why? Why did he pee in his crate? You know, I walk him every morning for like an hour and a half. And I walk him three times a day. And it's like, what more can I give to this dog? What more does he need? He's got to pee in his crate. And I was so angry at him. You know, I, I just was angry and upset. And then I thought to myself, is she just peed in his crate? Who cares? I've wet my bed four times in this past year. That's right. I'll be a grown-ass woman and admit it. I've pissed the bed four times. All of them were sober. Even worse. He's just, he just had a bad night. Everyone has a bad night. Sometimes you wet the bed. Sometimes you have a dream where you're peeing and it becomes a reality. <laughs> I hate that, man. I've had a couple times where I was just sick and maybe I had like medicine. I don't know. Maybe I took like Tylenol, uh, the, the NyQuil, help you catch your Z's. Yeah, help. it should say help you catch your Z's and your P's because you're going to wet the bed if you take this medicine. Help your mattress catch your P's. I, I took some drowsy NyQuil and I had a dream I was peeing and you know a lot of my dreams come true and that dream came true four times last year so I related to my dog I got down on his level I was like you know what Carlin you just had a bad night you just let it go and you peed and then I realized it wasn't Carlin who peed it was Fozzie that little five pound Mexican asshole went into Carlin's crate and he peed because then he also peed in the living room. And then, you know, I've got wee wee pads for him. Those aren't good enough. No, I'm going to pee all over your house. I'm going to light up your house like the 4th of July. Does anyone want to come over for dinner? <laughs> and I can't be mad at Fozzie for peeing because he's a senile, sickly man on medication. So I'm stuck. I'm, I'm laying in the bed that I made and it's full of piss. What am I going to do? Oh, God. And uh, something funny happened. Uh, now I think it was a joke, but I, I don't know if you guys remember last week I was talking about my neighbors who have lions 
ceramic or, or like stone lions on the outside of their apartment door in the communal hallway. In the apartment hallway, these people have two lions on either side of their door, like it's the goddamn Taj Mahal. I mean, it's just apartment 208. This isn't a casino in Las Vegas. Everybody calm down with the statues outside of their door. So I took a picture of it and I put it on Twitter and someone responded, a woman responded, said, was that meant to be funny? And all I said with the, with the Twitter picture, I said, my, my neighbors aren't fucking around, which honestly, when you walk by a house, I mean, if you walk by a house and they have statues, you're like, okay, that makes sense. When you walk by an apartment doorway and they have statues in your mind, I thought they aren't fucking around. I mean, I don't even know what to expect when I walk into that apartment. It better be redone. It better look like the inside of the outside of Hawaii when I walk in there. <laughs> I better open those doors and Honolulu is on the other side. If you've got ceramic lions in your apartment hallway. So I tweeted a photo and I said, my neighbors aren't fucking around. And someone responded, was that meant to be funny? And I responded to her, um, I'm sorry, did you not see the lions the photo of the lions and then I said wait is this my neighbor and she said yeah I'm the one with the little hummer with the I break for pier one bumper sticker so then I freaked out thinking that my neighbor f saw the photo that I posted and and now she's gonna be pissed that I'm making fun of her lions when I really wasn't making fun of her lions I was just saying these people aren't fucking around and now I don't think it's her. I think they were just messing around, but I, I'm, I'm still not sure. So if this is my neighbor listening, yeah, you're not fucking around with the lions. And I'm about to put a llama statue in the front of my doorway and we can have a zoo in the hallway. How about that? <laughs> oh, God. It's just, it's so weird having neighbors, man. There's been dog shit in the hallway here. What kind of barbarians do they let into this apartment building? And what kind of bar barbarians don't pick up after their dogs? At least my dogs piss in their beds and not in the hallways. God, you have to deal with neighbor shit all the time. When I was living in New York, I had crazy neighbors. I was living in the hood. I was living in Spanish Harlem. I was on 138th and Lenox. And if anybody knows anything about New York, five years ago, 138th and Lenox was no place for a blonde white chick to be living alone on a first floor apartment. And I lived there. And the first week I moved there, I was, I was like sexually assaulted but not by anybody in person my neighbors a couple different guys were slipping things under my door because I was the only white girl that lived in the building and they were slipping things under my door one of which was a Wendy's application that was filled out um and instead of in the skill department instead of like I know how to flip burgers I can clean tables it said I know how to go down on a chick and I can eat that you know puss I don't mean to say that. I'm sorry, mom, if you're listening, but I'm just relaying to what was said on the on, on the on the letter that was left under my door. The Wendy's application. I know how to go down on a bitch in the skill department. Had nothing to do with Wendy's. I realized this person found a very creative way to to flirt with a girl. <laughs> I thought that was so funny that he filled out a Wendy's application with sexual innuendos everywhere. Like the name was like you know, daddy do you from behind instead of like his real name. And the height was like eight inches. That was the height of his dirk. Um, and then somebody actually put a dental dam under my door one time. Same apartment building. I'm assuming a different person because it's a much different approach. It's a little bit more in your face. Literally. <laughs> 
dental dam. Nobody probably knows what that is. Nobody uses them, really. Uh, it's it's a it's a contraceptive for safe sex when a guy goes down on a girl to put over the lady parts so that you don't get a sexually transmitted disease. And it's actually a very smart approach to having casual sex with the person because you never know what somebody's got. But the the word dental dam makes it sound like you're protecting your mouth from a flood, which essentially you kind of are. But um, we're not talking about the Hoover Dam here. We're talking about something really different. That A grape flavored. They were flavored as well. A grape flavored dental dam was slid under my door at one time. 138th and Lennox. You guys should check and see if, they're, uh, if they have any vacancies. Move right in. You won't be lonely for long. <laughs> and then I moved. I'm in, I'm in a Marina Del Rey now. And I live near a place that does turtle racing. I drove by and I saw this place, Brennan's has turtle racing which sounds hilarious and amazing and I want to know if I can bring my own turtle because I want you know if they're doing turtle racing I don't want to use any of their old ass been around the block turtles I want a fresh turtle I want to bring my sea biscuit turtle who comes in and like all the other turtles are like who's this who's this young pup trying to show up at our track what do you think of this little young bastard? And I got this like turtle. He's got biceps and abs. And he's like, what? What's up? What you guys need? I'm about to race right now, fool. I'm about to race you. I want to bring my own turtle. So I think uh, Fozzie and Carlin are going to have a sister or brother. Turtle. That's crazy. Turtle racing? What is wrong with people? You know, that's some real white people shit. That's some that's some drunk white person stuff. Like, yo, let's see. Let's just get drunk. Like, I'm sick of flip cop. Let's race turtles. <laughs> I can't even imagine what is going on over there. PETA. PETA, you better check this out. My peeps at PETA. Go check out the turtle racing at Brennan's. And make sure that they're, they're treating those turtles right. I doubt those turtles have gotten together and created a union for themselves. Man. Oh, it was so cool. I was at brunch um, a couple days ago with Marcella. And I went to this really great place called Jay Nichols. I think it's Jay Nichols Kitchen. I don't know what it's called. It's delicious, though. And Action Bronson was there, who I'm a big fan of. He's a rapper, a chef-turned-rapper, big dude with a ginger beard. Um, if you guys don't know him, you should check out his music if you're into rap music, real rap music. I met him. Uh, he was walking out, and I was like, I, I totally geeked out. Some people make me geek out. Like I I'm a huge hip-hop and rap fan. Uh, real hip-hop and rap back in the day stuff. I love 90s hip-hop, 90s rap. Uh, but he walked by and I was like, excuse me, I'm a really big fan of your music, sir. I just like, where did that come from? What just happened? I just blacked out and turned into a, a nerd. But he was very sweet. Um, oh, shows. I should let you know about shows coming up. I'm going to be at Levity Live April... 24th 25th and 26th I believe let's see if I have that right 24th 25th next weekend when what is next weekend yes 24th 25th 26th that's when I'm going to be in Levity Live West Nyack at the Palisades Mall with Marcella Arguello my boy Marty Carpoli um I always make fun of his last name I call him Crapoli uh, I don't even know what his real last name is anymore. I'm sorry, Marty. You're just going to have to take on the name that I've given you 
those guys are going to open for me. It's going to be amazing. Um, at Levity Live, please come and see the show. JessieMay.com for tickets. And then I'm going to be at the weekend after that, May 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. I'm going to be at the Improv in Kansas City, Missouri. So come check that out. JessieMayPeluso or JessieMay.com. I don't even know my own website. See, Marty, you can't be mad at me for not being able to pronounce your last name. I don't even know my own website. Okay? Um, so you just have to deal with it. Just, just, just fucking deal with it. Marty and I, I've known Marty for a long time. And uh, one time I made him do a drunken swan dive into a bunch of grass and he didn't even know what was underneath the grass, but this is how much he trusts me. Car, carpo, carpro, oh wait, I know, Carponi? Caproni. Marty Caproni. Yes. That's, your, that's his last name. I call him Crapoli for obvious reasons. He trusted me and just did a swan dive into grass that he couldn't see what was there. He, he just ran out and took a dive, and that's a real friend. So he'll be with me at Levity Live. Marcelo will be with me at Levity Live. Maybe some other people. We don't know. I've got t-shirts now that I'm selling that are fun. Um, so uh, you guys can wear those when you go to sleep. And think of me when you're p- pissing your bed. <laughs> oh, my God. What a hot mess I am. I can't believe I've just admitted I wet the bed. Um, butthole bleach update, number three. It's starting to get a little lighter, guys. I have to admit, it's it's actually starting to change me physically and emotionally. I'm feeling a little bit more expensive. I'm feeling a little bit more classy. Um, so I'm no longer accepting lunch dates. It's dinner and drinks only because I've got a pretty butthole. Um, and I also have, I I told you I had a tooth ripped out of my face. You guys have seen the photos of it. It looks like a dinosaur fossil that the dentist took out of my face. She didn't sew me up properly. And now I have a hole in my head. I have, there's a bunch of strawberry seeds up there right now that won't come out because I don't think she sewed me up properly. And now there's a giant, a ginormous gaping hole inside of my mouth. Now I have like two gaping holes within close proximity of each other. This is ridiculous. Where, where did I, where did I find this lady? She didn't sew me up properly. You would have thought I would have gotten this done in an alleyway for $5. I, I've got half a sandwich stuck inside the hole right now what a pain in the ass um speaking of gaping holes on this week's episode i interviewed one of my favorite gaping holes the legendary dom irera who is a stand-up comic who's been around for quite some time and is still killing it and still touring and doing his damn thing um if you don't know dom irera i urge you to check him out He's a very funny Italian dude from Philly. Him and I met uh, through our mutual agent. Um, our, we, we both are represented by the same person, and he suggested that we meet. And I met Dom, and he does a podcast out of the Laugh Factory, and he had me on his podcast. And we, when he opened the door, he went to shake my hand, and I hugged him. You know, I'm a Paisan too. I'm Italian. I, I grabbed him. I was like, get over here, you bastard. I called him a bastard and we, and we hugged. And, uh, you know, it, we just bonded right away. He's become one of my closest comedy friends. 
we call each other when we're on the road and lonely. Because <laughs> a lot of times, you know, I'm not always lucky. I don't always get to bring like Marcella with me all over the country. Usually it's just the West Coast dates that I do that she hops on. But sometimes I'm stuck in, you know, places like Missouri and I'm alone. I don't have an opener with me. So him and I will call each other at like three o'clock in the morning and be like, what are you doing? What's going on? What where what dominoes did you just order from? Because there's nothing else open in the town that you're in. So it's nice just to have somebody to bond with on that level. He's uh, sort of taking me under his wing because he's been doing it much longer than I have. He's my my dad loved his comedy when I was growing up. I remember his comedy when I was growing up. Um, he's just a a ball of sweet sweetness, and he's funny and him and I have a really sick sense of humor. Uh, you'll hear the voicemail that he leaves me at the end of this podcast. We just are sick. We're sick in the head. And it's almost like when we get together, we're more sick in the head because there's that, it feels just very freeing. It, it feels very um, uh, just kind of rebellious to be able to talk like this to somebody but then the same breath, they don't get offended, so you almost push it even further because you know it takes that much more to get them to react. So it's just kind of funny. Him and I, we talk about balls and vaginas all the time. We're children. We're, we're two children. Um, and we, we met at one of his favorite restaurants to do the podcast. And I just, I'm kind of really liking the little ambient noises. You guys have mentioned that you could hear a little bit from the last podcast. I like it. I like that it sounds like there's an actual atmosphere. Maybe I'll do one on a in a grocery store next time in the produce department. Just hear a bunch of old ladies yelling about kumquats. Um, but yeah, Dom is, is one of my boys, and I'm so excited that he was able to sit down with me and chat for a while. We're actually eating dinner together during our interview, which is really adorable. Two guineas enjoying, you know, little Sambuca. You want some tiramisu? Uh, yeah. Give me a little, give me some Sambuca. Literally, we had tiramisu and Sambuca. We couldn't have been any more Italian in this moment together. I hope you enjoy the interview with Don Irene. Prego, grazie. You got the pink microphone. I saw that. You're a pro at podcasting. You know right where to put the mic. I'm a pro at all, everything, babe. Are you? <laughs> Kidding me. What do, what do you do besides stand-up? Uh, I do ballroom dancing. <laughs> I, 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 I play leapfrog with my friends. <laughs> I, uh, I live a lot through my uh, my legs, and especially my calf <laughs> muscles. <laughs> I express myself. Can you so, really ballroom dance? No, I hate dancing. I hate dancing. I hate straight guys dancing. I'm serious, and I hate Do when you they really? smile. Maybe they smile when they're dancing. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> what? I don't know. It, it annoys me. Is this the podcast? <laughs> All right, can I <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is a you uh, hating straight. You actually hate Fred Astaire. You hate Fred Astaire. No, that's different. Fred Astaire, those guys. They, they, those, it's a different era. I know. See, I say Fred Astaire. walk up the walls and shit. Yeah, that no one's gonna know. Yeah, I should. I should tell you something. I know we started already, but I consider this a date. This is a date. Yes, I consider this a, da- this a date too. I want, to, I want you to know this is a date. We're hanging out. I and we happen to be recording our date. <laughs> okay, we can make this our date, our podcast date. <laughs> and we're already not sleeping together at the end of the night. Once again, I get screwed. <laughs> or I, you don't get screwed. I don't get screwed. 
You, you don't get screwed by not getting screwed. You get screwed by not getting screwed. Yeah. I showered for this. I see that. You I look, didn't wash my hair, though. Yeah, but you look much cleaner than you did the last time. <laughs> you were, what's the word? Gamey? You were I a little, looked gamey? No, you were a little gamey. Was I? Yeah. I'm so sorry I sat next to you. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> your twat smell like a fish. <laughs> hey, what's that, your Italian grandfather? <laughs> yeah, my dad said twat. Now, what, let me ask you this. Can I call you anything besides Jesse May? Call me whatever. I don't care. Well, what, you, do, what do you want to call me? My man. No, but it's, <laughs> it's just it's too long. It's, it's a lot of syllables. And your whole name. You know, people ask me about you and I tell them, cause, yeah, you know, I love you. I think you're terrific. And I don't want to get Sammy Maudlin on you. <laughs> but I, I just, uh, it's like, I, like if somebody said, uh, they said, hey, hey, Dominic John Joseph. Dominic like, John Joseph? Yeah, that's my name. That's your whole name. Dominic you sound like John a pope. Joseph, I, I know. You're a pope that, well, you would be a perfect pope because of all the sinning that you do. Actually, yeah, I, I, I'm in, I pro if I died right now, I'd go to hell. You think, do you think hell is real? Do you, are you religious? Have you ever been married? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's real, baby. <laughs> I'm never going to get married. I'm t well, first of all, you don't know that. Don't say that. I'm you don't know what it's like to be in love. How many marriages have you had? One. But I've been literally, you know, almost mar I mean, married kind of with four. So plus, you were engaged plus four Plus a dancer times? who was... Uh, Married. The stripper tells strippers tell guys that all the time that they love you. That's not real love, Dom. No, actually, it was. It was an amazing story. You want to hear the story? I do want to hear the story. Okay. Uh, already, I set too much pressure on it. Like this is the funniest thing you'll ever hear. <laughs> you Wait didn't say you that. No, you said it's an no, amazing story. Fasten your seatbelt for this one. <laughs> Fasten your seatbelt. I had a guy say that one time in Miami when I was coming up. He goes, "Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for your headliner?" And they go, yeah. And he goes, he's not coming up for that. I'm thinking, yes, I am. I hate when they up. do that. Oh, yeah. We'll that. come up with one whistle. It's yeah, fine. Come, right. <laughs> and then he said, fasten your seatbelts, folks. He's going to take it for a while. I'm thinking, no. Jesus. Oh, yeah. That's horrible. I would be like, you know, I'm not going to come up stage to that. I know. So here's the story. Tell me the story. Um, I go, I was working in Atlantic City. And I'm a much bigger act on the East Coast than I am here. Like, I, I couldn't sell out a casino in Vegas, but I can sell out a casino in Atlantic City. So it's a different world for me, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And you know what it's like. You know yep. what it's like being recognized and not recognized. Yeah, it's like right? your demographics are in different areas. Yeah, and so I was in this place called the Irish Pub, which I love, and I was tired of talking. But I didn't want to be rude to people who were being nice to me. Was this after your set? After my show. Yeah, you're, you're exhausted. You I'm don't want to talk. I'm exhausted, and I don't want to like be ungrateful or rude. So I thought, you know, I'll just go down the street. There's a couple strip clubs, and who gives a fuck about me at a strip club? The guys are all looking at the girls, you know? <laughs> so I met the, uh, I, I go sit down, and the bartender right away, she's beautiful, redhead with blue eyes, and just gorgeous, great, great body, and she knew me. So I thought, ah, shows up, you know what I mean? Like, you, sometimes you don't want to get recognized. And, but she was funny. And I don't know where I got the balls to do this. I said, hey, listen, why don't we go get a drink? Right? You said I, that? I said, Were you we sober? Get, why, yes, but why don't we go get a drink? We're already at a bar. <laughs> well, you meant like a real drink, <laughs> not one that smells like semen. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I'm a, I'm a patron. <laughs> and so she says, let me ask the manager. Right? So she goes up to and she says, yeah, he said, it's okay. We got like two hours. Right? She had a two-hour break? Yeah, two hours, hour and a half, two hours. You know, by the time we took the cab to, I was working at uh, this place, Brigada, I believe, at the time. But I'm at the, uh, the uh, Tropicana now, in case this 
in case you need a plug. <laughs> and it's Memorial Day, so get your tickets now. Uh, be patient, folks. But anyway, so she comes out with me. And we, it was like, I was like a, like 16 years old. I was like, we're making out. And how, no, how old were you really? No, I was, I was it was only a couple of years ago. Holy shit. Yeah, I was, I was five years ago. And how old was she? Oh, uh, you know. 20s? Uh, late 20s, yeah. Damn, to be a guy, to I be know, a huh? fucking man in this society, in this world in general. Well, especially if you have a couple bucks and yeah, and you're funny and you're successful. It's like yeah. So you guys, so we got a lot of cock. Oh no, no, I no. Mean, well, I mean, well, Freudian <laughs> slip whoops. in your asshole. I said <laughs> that wasn't a slip. That was on purpose. <laughs> right, that took us. <laughs> I love the word took us. <laughs> yeah, me too. I want to put that on a shirt. I want to put that on a shirt and give it to you. Ooh, ouch, my took us. <laughs> Um, so anyway, so we go to uh, the casino and we're having a great touch. Goes up to my room. We didn't do anything. We made out a little, but like kids. And so we we kept in touch. We got get her back to work, and she tells me that she has one kid, and uh, her husband left her. She's a mother supporting one kid, and Jeez. her husband left her. But now later, after I fall in love with her. <laughs> <laughs> that night, right? Was it that night? No, that you fell no, in love? no, no. How long were you guys staying in touch for? That we just stayed in touch, and I, you know, I, I was down in the Jersey Shore, where, you know, I'm from Philly, and I started seeing her a little. And she told me she, you know, like I said, one kid, uh, divorced. Really, she had two kids and was married. Oh, <laughs> right? that's the stripper story, man. Yeah. So anyway, uh, they always they they, had, they live double lives. Yeah, but. She told you that outright. She just said that to your face. Yeah, she walked me down the street, like, walked, like shoot, like I'm a dog, and she uh, <laughs> here I walk you over here, and uh, but wasn't that wild? Like the the idea that, like, first of all, how stupid was I? Who gets off work for a couple hours in the middle of their show? And you know why she came with me? Why? Because they call they called me a mark. What a mark is? You know, what a mark is. I mean, I've no, I banged a couple marks. That's the only no, mark. No, no, not that kind of mark. <laughs> a mark is literally a guy who they think has some money. Say, like, I, I'm, I'm gambling, and, like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm an Italian guy. They figure he must gamble pretty high. And, I, you know, I'm, I'm gambling thousands of dollars, and I give her, like, three or four hundred. Here, baby, play right. a little. That's what they thought I was. But they didn't know that I don't gamble. You know, I mean, I, I'll, I'll gamble a little, but not, uh, like, sports gambling. Yeah, anyway, you, you're not, you don't so have a degenerate they, problem. They blew it. Is for her and her husband, but the fact is, now we're falling in love. I mean, we had so, it was so much fun. You know, I was just coming off a, a, a really serious relationship that, uh, you know, didn't work out uh, because of my hobby. Other women, ooh, oh, oh, <laughs> this thing off. your horny hobby. <laughs> yeah, my horny hobby. I wish I had no jizz left. I really do. I really, I would like, I would like to know what it feels like not to be driven by that. <laughs> just to be barren in your balls. Can you reach under the table and stroke <laughs> my car? How did you guys break up? We broke up on the Jerry Springer show. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was like. We did. I mean, it was like it got violent. And I never hit anybody before, but I only hit her when she poked me in the eye. <laughs> sounds like a Three Stooges <laughs> episode. No, but it got, you know. I think she's doing well now. She's sober now. She, she's, she's doing well after you kicked her down the stairs. No, I never. I mean, I only punched. I never punched her in the face. I, I'm proud to say, but I hit her back when she hit me in the eye. You know, that's the thing about girls. Like, a lot of women think because they're women, if they hit a guy, I'm not. I'm not condoning 
are promoting domestic abuse by any means because men usually are stronger than women and it's I am a I'm pussy on the domestic abuse promotion <laughs> are you on, are program. You the, are you a lobbyist? Yes. For punching bitches? <laughs> punching bitches 2015 that's going to be your campaign. Yeah, baby. But I, I do think women need to realize when they provoke a man that some of them will punch you back. There's just well, a possibility. Especially if you punch them. Especially if you punch them, especially Not if they're an NFL player. Yeah, well, that's all they do is violent stuff, and then you, you sp- spit do. on them, right? Are you crazy? It was a beautiful punch, though, wasn't it? It was a nice knock. It was a solid. Ooh, he he, he should have been a boxer. He used his hips. Yeah, he got he right swiveled. in there. He was like Muhammad Ali. <laughs> <laughs> um, he chose the wrong career. Are you a, are you a monogamous person? Like, do you or do you date a lot of people? Like, when you were with the stripper, was she the only girl? I mean, she was ma- uh, m- married. You know, I can't. I, I'm not. I'm not a dater. I, I, I'd rather be with you, who I know I'm not gonna fuck. Me specifically. Yeah, yeah, you specifically. <laughs> I'd rather be with you, hanging out and having fun, than be with somebody who bored me until we got to bed. Bored to bed. That's a good. That should be your DVD. Yeah. Time. <laughs> True. <laughs> you know. But do you think so? You were married before, don't you think? Like, Worship. do you think? I think monogamy is difficult. Very difficult, especially if you're a comedian and you go to different places and you somehow rationalize that, you know, once the plane reaches a cruising altitude, you're single again. <laughs> Is how that you, your... How you doing? You're like, oh, 20,000 feet. Hey, yeah. how are you? <laughs> you want to stick your finger in my butt in that tiny bathroom? <laughs> I, just, I don't know. I just, I don't know. Well, I, I think it's certainly possible, but it's very difficult. My cousin Johnny once said to me, he used to work for the post office, he goes, he goes, what temptation do I have? He goes, you got these beautiful girls, the waitresses at your clubs. And he goes, what do I got? A nasty snapper walking by my couch. <laughs> thinking, I don't even know, you know, like when I'm taking a nap. I don't see anybody. Cousin Johnny at the post office? Yeah. What's he got, angry Asian women that want to mail <laughs> stuff overseas? Right. <laughs> Those are the most angry people at post offices. I don't know. I just think like it's like guy. It's different for you guys though. Male comics. We were talking about that before. You guys clean house. Well, you know, like I said, you know, before we were doing the show, you have to worry about some drunken guy coming in. I mean, you don't. You never stay at condos, right? No, I, I don't do the con- the comedy no, you, condos. You, you shouldn't. I do hotels because I don't trust that. Like, you're, is there a guy in the you're closet? You're too condo hot. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't let you stay in a condo if I had any say because. It's just, you just never know. You if never know. some creepy little fuck, you know. And yeah, and it's it, like other people have stayed there. There's like oh, yeah, butt there's juice and the drapes. You, you male comics are gross. Other male comics have stayed there. Like, I don't know what the hell you guys are doing. You guys are running trains on the waitresses. A lot of dried out jizz. <laughs> dried out jizz is actually a nice seasoning. Yes, it is. I use it for... It gets very flaky. <laughs> I like to peel it off my stomach, put it in my <laughs> pasta. All the children I didn't have. <laughs> Look at them running around, <laughs> scrambling for attention. Yeah, it's different for a girl comic. Like, I'm not, I'm not just looking to bang dudes after a show. It's like, I want somebody to snuggle and make me, like, you know, let's watch and a write movie. Write me material. Write me, yeah. Write me a better act. Write me a better, <laughs> write me a better hour. <laughs> I don't want to, like, bang some, some dude after I just did an hour. Ooh, there goes some burp. See, I'm going to be single forever. What are you, Howard Stern? <laughs> no, it's uh, it really is different. I mean, and uh, you know, especially for like uh, at least you know, at least you're good looking. Like that's an advantage. There's some female comics that aren't, 
and they really have it tough. You know, at least you can get like some ego attention if you want it. Yeah, but I don't. I don't want that. Like I, like you said before, like because I, of what I do, the type of guy that I'm going to be with, I've decided is either going to be an FBI agent or a CIA agent. What's this John Stamos thing? I love John Stamos. Do you know him? You know Saget, right? Yeah, I've met him on the set when they used to do Full House. Oh, you're just going to throw that out there and in my face and not expect me to get emotional? It was 20 years ago. Oh, you were just on the set of you Full were, House? It was 20 years ago. You were I was a four. zygote. <laughs> oh, you are just on the set of fucking Full House? Oh, yes. And Saget and Couillet were friends of mine. God, I just, I think it goes way back to, I, I literally had a poster on my wall of John Stamos that I kissed every night until I wore a hole in it. My mom made me take it down because she said sick. it was disgusting. <laughs> I actually okay, you just got done telling me that you had a menage relationship with some stripper that broke up with you in the street after she kicked you in the balls. I never said that. You made up this whole story. <laughs> she punched me in the eye. <laughs> and it wasn't on the street. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> it was a boop, hotel. Boop, boop. <laughs> I told you stuff off the, off the air that we can't discuss. Yeah, we can't discuss that other stuff. That's juicy stuff. Yeah. Really good. What about you said you wanted to say when you met me? Oh, what I was saying, what I, what, when, when I met, met you, it was so fucking funny because <laughs> I said, that, you know, my podcast, Dom Marrera Live from the Lab Factory, if I may. Yes, of course. Please plug so, away. So uh, I said, well, I need to get some funny women. He goes, I got the perfect one for you. You're going to love her. She's coming into town. They told me you were on MTV. And he goes, so I, you know, I was being polite. <laughs> I, I, you come, you're coming in the back with Justin. I go to shake your hand. You go, shake it. Give me a, you go, give me a hug. Yes. You fucking hump. Or so, you call yeah, me a hump or a bastard. Or <laughs> I called you a bastard. I said, give me a hug, you bastard. Yeah. And I go, oh, God, I know I'm going to like this girl. <laughs> and then we're on stage and I'm kind of feeling you out. And I say something about shooting a rocket out of your twat. <laughs> and you go, and then you let it go. And then about a minute later, you go, did you say something about shooting a rocket out of my twat? I go, yeah. She goes, and you go, I love this guy. I want to marry him. I honestly, I was laughing so hard. I had like tears. And my, you said, shoot a rocket out of your twat. I think it's the most amazing, d- very descriptive, first of all. Just the That's imagery image, is beautiful. Yeah. The, the, the lips opening up. Yeah, and, and just like this, boom. I think a chrome rocket with like, I feel like there's like a little creature on the back of it. Maybe like a, a, beaver. a beaver. I was just going to say a beaver <laughs> hanging on to the back of it. I loved when we went to Katana. Yeah, it's great, huh? And uh, we started singing our version of the Star Spangled Banner, which is, oh, I think, like the star vulgar. My cock up a tree. <laughs> it's so fucking ridiculous. Oh, say, can't you see <laughs> my dick in your ass? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's, when you get those crying laughs, there's nothing <laughs> like that. And there was this group, remember the group of people... They're all around 80 years old. They're sitting next to us. <laughs> you know, and, and I'm thinking, we're could they hear vo- us? Could they hear us? We were singing the Star Vulgar Banner. <laughs> My dick in your ear. <laughs> and then I couldn't even remember, like, the real Star Spangled Banner after that. I still can't. I sing our version. <laughs> you, you left me a message <laughs> singing the the version. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to play it after I put this podcast together. Okay. I'm going to have to put a recording of you singing the Star Spangled Banner into my phone. <laughs> uh, that was a great laugh. I lo- There's nothing that replaces that <laughs> kind of crying laughing. I love that. I mean, you, can't, you can't make it up. It you happens can't. or it doesn't. And it's like, when you get rolling like that, it's it, it, it must release good stuff in your brain. Yeah. 
But it doesn't happen often. It's Very weird. I'd love to know. Uh, do you have the? Do you remember the words to it? The star, the star cunt banner. Yeah. <laughs> the actual words. Spar the star spangled by the star, paint. By your tits, early light. <laughs> the bell sack you suck. <laughs> <laughs> so how is your father? <laughs> <laughs> My dad loves you. When he comes here, I want you guys to hang oh, out. Oh really? Cool. Yeah. He's really. Uh, your sister's coming. My sister's coming too. Yeah, we're all gonna have to hang out. Well, I'd like to meet her. Do you? So you don't have any kids, right? No, but I. My goddaughter was just out here for three weeks. That's right. If I, what? I never understood like what a god. Well, kid is like. Is that like when the, the parents fuck up? You have to take step if in. If the parents uh, have a morbid, horrible death, then you have to become a father. With a little bitch. <laughs> Well, but you, you know, guys are I, very close. Yeah, I, I took, uh, you take responsibility. I mean, so some that they never even see their godparents. Me, I, I like helped raise her. You know. So when, so you were from, that, that happens like you christen them, right? Is that how it goes? Yeah. You'd pour the dirty water Well, she's half Jewish, so she got, she only went up to her waist. Before, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's, it's an interesting relationship. I mean, she's my ex-wife's kid. What? You heard you heard it first here, on, on Scoop Pelosa's <laughs> show. Scoop Pelosa, because you don't want to call me Jesse May. You have to think of a nickname. I'll call you Jesse May for no, a while. No, call me whatever I you want. I like Scoop. We'll Je go with that. Jizzy May. Jizzy May. Which was Jizzy May? Would you? Yeah, look at you like that. I like that. It's got a <laughs> ring to it. Your ex-wife's kid. Yeah. Wait, so how? How long had you been divorced? Then she got remarried and had a kid. She didn't get remarried, but she had a kid. Uh, I don't know how long. That's pretty Six, beautiful. Six, seven years. Yeah. Well, we're good friends. We're better friends than we were a marriage. Yeah, that happens. Yeah. And that, and how yeah, long and we And you were never married? No, I just, I don't know. I mean, I come were from a broken home. Were you ever loved? <laughs> I was loved. I don't know if I've ever loved. I think I, you know. No, that's what I'm saying. Were you ever in love? Uh, yeah. Answer the questions. Yeah. I mean, I was, but... I don't think did you get sick to your stomach? I did, but that was I think that was because of the bad Indian food. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. I don't know. I just I think like I don't honest I think you can't love another person unless you figure out a lot of your own demons. And I just started figuring mine out like 3 years ago. So I think like in another year I'll be ready for somebody. <laughs> I'd like to hear about some of your demons. You know, I just trust. Trust is one. Yeah, my parents separated when I was 9. Are they back together? No. My mom moved in the neighbor's dad. That was fun. Steve's here. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom was popping the neighbor's dad? Yeah. And he uh, moved into the house. That's kind of hot. Isn't that weird? Yeah, yeah, we'd go on vacations together and stuff. Wow. And where was your father? Was he dealing with this? Uh, he lived in my grandma's closet for a while. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's a really great dad. He just, you know, he wanted to be around. He He wanted to... Try well, and is make it, it just work. you and your sister, or you have a brother? My, me and my sister. My father had two girls with his first marriage, and then with a second marriage with my mother, had my sister and I, and then my mother married, or, you know, shacked up with the neighbor's dad, and he had two kids. So it was just this... I thought that only happened in pornos. No, it, it's Syracuse and pornos. Those are the two wow. places. <laughs> Go orange, man. <laughs> yeah, so I think that definitely plays a role in my trust and... Learning how to really love a person because yeah. it was so divided and segmented amongst all these different sisters and weird relational titles. How do you get along with the half sisters? 
half sister's great for my dad's first marriage. Yeah. We're very close. I see them every time I go. They're home. older than you, though. Yep, they're older. They're in their I think early fifties. They all look good. Well, how old's your dad? My dad is gonna be seventy-eight. Wow. Yeah, he's an old dago. And he's still fun, huh? He's he's like my best friend. He's the most fun. You'll see when you meet him. He just he loves to laugh. I let him. I actually let him tell jokes. I oh had, really? Yeah, when I was home. You allow people to tell you jokes? I, you're, he you're did. He did a couple, you know, stupid bar jokes. Yeah, yeah. But he told them, which was hilarious, on stage. At, oh no! At, at at like during the weekend that no, I did. Where do you play in Syracuse? The Funny Bone. Have you done the Funny? You no, the, the Funny Bone that stuff, I do. Right? No, I do clubs too. I do the Funny Bone in uh, Columbus, Ohio. It's a good good club. Right there in February. Yep. Yeah. When's this coming out next year? 2016. <laughs> Probably <laughs> like three weeks this will come out. Oh, really? Yeah. Get the fuck out of yeah, here. Yeah, I'm not messing around. Maybe even two, if you're depending on how, how nice you are. So, wait. What what did you. I, you and I were supposed to hang out on New Year's Eve, and then I turned into a bum. We were waiting for you. You I know. would have met my goddaughter. We could have partied. It was great. All the waitresses came up. We had champagne. You were at the Laugh Factory, right? Yeah. Yeah, I wish I would have went out. I ended up cuddling my pit bull and my. Chihuahua, and then I woke up and it was 2015. <laughs> hey, it's better you were with them than drinking alone <laughs> in the dark with a big oh, pot on your head. That happens too. That's every other night too. <laughs> I can't. You can't sleep though. You're like you have nocturnal issues, don't you? I wake up at three every morning. In the morning. I watch Mike and Mike. I take a uh, couple. I, I take a blood pressure and a cholesterol medication that makes me sleepy. Then I wake up again. Have you? When's the last time you had like seven hours of sleep? I don't know. Do you think it, like, were you always this way or do you think the career kind of pushed well, you into this? I haven't, I've never lived alone as an adult until uh, the last three years. You know, I've always lived with somebody. Like girlfriends or yeah, like friends? No, no, girlfriends. So it's very odd for me not to be sleep with somebody because I'm afraid of the dark and the boogeyman, not in that particular <laughs> order. <laughs> what about a dark boogeyman? Oh, that's scary. <laughs> oh. Are you a snuggler? Like when you've had girlfriends, are you like? If they like it, you know, I can burrow my head in their back or whatever. But <laughs> the thing is, I, I don't. S I, I'm like a house cat now, because is I that just you shit in a box. Yes, I shit in a box. <laughs> <laughs> I clean my feet with that <laughs> chalky. You hack up hairballs. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I really am. Like I fall asleep anywhere. There's no like real rhythm. I mean, unless I'm doing something. Is that alright? Yeah. That okay? No. Yeah. Don't you think it's unhealthy? Totally. So you haven't had a full night of sleep in, uh, like, how long? But then I'll set my alarm for, like, 9 o'clock at night, and I'll go to sleep at, at 6, 6 uh, p.m. So you literally just grab sleep where you can. I, I, I literally go on stage sometime, having woken up 20 minutes before the set. And I say good morning. <laughs> I, I, I do. I just, like, I just got up. I was in a tub 20 minutes ago, like a big fat fag. <laughs> In a tub. In a tub, taking a bath because I'm too lazy to shave standing. <laughs> oh, God, this is getting me tired. I mean, you've been doing comedy for so long. I remember you when I was a kid. My That's father and I used cool, to watch huh? you. Yeah, it's so weird. What do you remember me from stand-up or from From stand-up, and I remember your, just your look, You the, what you would wear. You'd wear those button-up, those like dress T-shirts, and your backwards... You're like Kang. Well, now they're Kangles, but I don't know what kind of brand you had. Like oh, those yeah. Newsy caps. Is that what it is? Oh, no, Kangle. 
Kangol, yeah. Sam Samuel Jackson. Uh, exactly. Been, yeah. That was like your your superpower costume, superhero costume. Yeah, I only did that because I was losing my hair, but now my hair is coming back. Oh shit! Look at you. You really are a superhero. <laughs> what are you taking it from your ass and putting it on your head? <laughs> yes. <laughs> your so, ass hair is soft. <laughs> Thank you. Does it still stink? I can't get that smell out. <laughs> Febreze. Uh, well, you know what it was? It was Tosh. Did I ever tell you that story? Yeah. About the, uh, I saw him, he, you know, he, uh, he was going bald, and a year later he had a full head of hair. It's, as a dude going bald, you know, that's just, it happens so often, but you, you can fix it now. You can fix it. I mean, it's pretty cool. Uh, I just, I, I, like, I don't, I used to have a big hole in the back. <laughs> <laughs> I got Nobody one of those, too. <laughs> <laughs> A big hole? Yeah. That's nice to know. <laughs> that makes it more romantic. <laughs> if I fucked her in the ass, how was it? I don't know. I couldn't tell the difference. <laughs> <laughs> so you're actually you're growing hair again. Yes, at a rapid rate. <laughs> I think I'm going to have to have it thin. <laughs> Is it working really well? Well, uh, I won't show you. You don't want to show me? I think, it, yeah, it's working. What else? Like, what do you What are you insecure about? Um, like as a guy, because you know, girls, we, we just we have so many insecurities. It's ridiculous. I don't like my earlobes. My knees are saggy. Oh, my ankles are pointy. I don't like to be. I've got a, chlamydia. I don't like. To, I feel very emasculated by women who are too much taller than me. You know what I mean? Like but I you're mean, for a guinea. You're not so short. But thank you. That's beautiful. <laughs> for a little fucker, greasy wop, <laughs> monkey fucker. <laughs> Chimp from Italy. <laughs> you little Italy chimp. Well, I mean, Al Pacino is like five four, but he's Al Pacino. Uh, I don't like. Hoo ha! <laughs> I don't like the uh, you know, walking around with somebody who looks like they're taking me for a walk. <laughs> you know, like we got to reach up to hold her hand. Have you ever dated a taller chick? Was your wife tall? Your ex-wife tall? In heels, she was pretty tall. I mean, she's five seven. Where'd you meet her? I met her in an improv group in New York. Shit! So this is improv going back. Improv love. How yeah. many years ago? I don't know, 1980. Wait, so your your ex-wife was was in an improv group? Yeah. So she was funny and very funny. And you would you fall in love right away? Like back then, I feel like that was easier than now. Well, she was married. I f I, f I think there's a running theme going on no, here. No, it's you're just a mistress. Well, you know what? Look, you don't want to go out with somebody who's like f 40 years old and was never married. It's what true. A, you want a, you want someone that's been around the block. But you, no, but you want someone who somebody else loved. You know, it's more appealing. You think it's that's she, an interesting. Uh, she makes it to thirty eight, and she's never been. You know. Yeah. Shit. It's kind of sad. That's that just made me real depressed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I've been loved, but I've never been married. But so, how long after you, from when you met her till you got married? Uh, she threatened to leave me, and that's why I married her. <laughs> You see, that reverse psychology shit works. And I love the the French Canadian one was the last one that I was really in love with, and I fucked that one up. She why and the guys, because she was really something. She was really special. And that's why you fucked it up. Yeah. You're like, did you think she was too special for you or something? Okay, you know, I can tell you, this is how fucked up guys are. She was so beautiful that sometimes on the road I would like to fuck an ugly chick just to see what it felt like. To, to go back to, to it. To go back to it. Yeah. Damn. Isn't that crazy? No, I mean, it, it's the guy's brain, though. Oh, I know. Girls, we you know, we cut out, we, we print a thousand photos of the face, and we cut it out, and we put it on our wall inside of our closet and stare at it. We're crazier. Well, it's just different kinds of crazy. It's different kind of crazy. 
Yeah, but the, the variety thing is, uh, yeah. when you were talking earlier about whether, you know, monogamy and faithfulness, it's pretty tough. It's tough. It's tough if you have, uh, it's great if you can focus on everything, focus on that one person. Imagine I think it's unrealistic. I think well, it's a, man, a it woman it's created thing. It's unrealistic thing. for people like us. Right. But other people, they grow up in a, in a different environment. They know, yeah. They, it's so interesting how people are programmed. When you think about it, it's like when people go, man, I could never do that. Well, you know you could. Right. Like, I could never rape a person. Well, right? then this, this interview's over because I was really planning <laughs> on that being the cap. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what a way to close. Get off me. Uh, you know, I, you were recommended by Cosby, <laughs> and I was hoping that this was going to go a certain way. <laughs> no, it's right. You're programmed. You have to be programmed a certain way because... Like, I could never hurt somebody like that. Like, I could never, you know, like, I mean, I understand, like, the sexiness of pulling somebody down and the whole Apache dancer thing. But actually, like, I couldn't be get a heart on if I saw somebody crying. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that would, oh, man, listen to her weep. Oh, I'm fucking hard as a rock. <laughs> sob a little, will you? When I, get, when, I, when I come, will you sob? Sob right on my dick. Just sob <laughs> right on it. You know what I mean? Like, and you, that's why when people go, I could never do that. No, you couldn't do that because you're not programmed that way. So did you? Then did you come from a broken home? Yeah. Young. Your parents separated when you were young. I was or? seven. My sister was four. Damn. But the thing about you know what was interesting, you know, p- bringing a full circle. My brother, my half brother, had kids that were seven and four, and he calls me up and he goes, you know, I look at these kids and I can never leave them. I don't know how he yeah. did it. I said, Tom, you couldn't leave them because you're a different kind. You program differently. Yeah. You're, you're, you couldn't leave them because you, you they're little seven-year-old, four-year-old kids. You can't, you don't just walk but, out. But guys them. do that, and you know, and do. some really crazy women yeah. do that too. Well, my the French Canadian girl, her mother walked out on her when she was two. I can't, I can't two. imagine. Two? Can you imagine leaving a two-year-old as a as a mother? Yeah. I mean, not that I. As a mother. I just as a mother, I just think you know, obviously because the baby comes from the woman's womb, they're. It, to me, there's like this invisible, stronger connection between a child and a mother. That's just kind of how I think. Well, I don't think you're far off. I mean, I definitely think. I mean, not that my fathers can be connected too. Yeah, but they didn't bear the child. The baby. They didn't incubate it. Harness. So, <laughs> like, put one of those. No, you actually the baby is strapped in <laughs> with a parachute cord, <laughs> and then they cut the cord, and the baby it. shoots right out. It, really? Is that yeah, how it's, it works? It's science. No wonder people pass out it's watching science. that. Um, Bill Nye and I are BFF, so I'm just I'm just giving you the information. You know Bill Nye? I would love to meet Bill Nye. Who's oh. the most famous person you met? I'm looking right at him right now. Come on. <laughs> no. Um, uh, I met Stamos once. Oh God! I with had the to Stamos bring it back. Thing. I mean, you started it. That's for sure. I met him. My one of my best friends, Natalie, took me to see him on Broadway when he was in Bye Bye Birdie a few years ago. And I stood in line like an asshole. Everybody else, all these soccer moms and me, and like 15-year-old girls that were wa- watching s- Full House and Syndication that were still in love with John Stamos. And he walked by me, and I said some Greek things to him. And he doesn't even speak Greek. Well, how did you know Greek? Because I've dated a couple Greek guys. What do you like, luncheonettes? <laughs> what do you? I like eggs. I like, like eggs diners? at any time of the day. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that I mean, but who else is that? Who else have I met? I mean, I started doing comedy, and you just meet. 
I guess who I think is famous and who other people think is famous is different now. I'm just talking about like who would be recognized most around the world. Like, there was a time when Muhammad Ali Lennox was considered. Lewis. That's a big one, right? Pretty big. Yeah, very big. He was heavyweight champ. Heavyweight champ. Time. Yeah. Um, he follows me on Twitter. No big deal. Name dropping. Really? Yeah, he's a really nice guy. I met him when I was bartending. How many people do you have to follow you? 259 billion. Uh, it's kind of a big deal. That is I yeah, mean, there's only seven billion people in the planet. It's so it's so crazy. I know that's how that's how popular I am on. Um, so you're Twitter. universal. I'm yeah, but isn't it crazy? Like, what's changed, especially with comedy? Like, six years ago, I was doing stand up and getting paid in hot dogs, just hoping my best friends would come out to the show for the three hundredth time. Right. And now it's like I'm worried about my Twitter followers, yeah. people who I don't well, have never Hart, met. Kevin Hart said he, he owed his his career to. Uh, Social media. It's amazing. Yeah. And it's, you know, as crazy of a thing it, as it is, I like to talk to the fans. Some of them are nuts. Some of them are mean. Some of them are fun. I don't get too many mean ones. There's once in a while a guy will be like, I'm going to stick an antler in your ass and set your feet on fire. It's like, I don't, I mean, wow. I just posted a picture of a puppy. What, what happened <laughs> to you today? What the fuck? Do you, but you, you've been on both ends of it too. Don't you think social media is, is it? beneficial for your career or do you well, find it, it is now because i got all everybody uh trying to you know helping me with podcasts and teaching me the whole thing i wouldn't have known i'm, I'm in my own fucking dizzy world of you're a natural work. podcaster <laughs> why do you say that i just think you're a good conversationalist i don't know if it's because you you know you have been doing stand-up for so long but i your your demeanor is very well, you know, it's comforting funny people say you know i can never do improv I mean, how do you do improv? It's so What the fuck? We're doing improv now. Yeah. It's not like we had a script and go, stick to the script. Right. Ask me about the stripper. <laughs> you know what I mean? Remember, you get to that, so I got a punchline. I, I hate contrived shit. You know, it's like, when I was a kid, I remember watching The Tonight Show and seeing people, Johnny Carson set people up. You know what I mean? Like, so, I understand That's you rent right. a car when you're in town. Well, you know, not only do I rent a car, I got 10 minutes of funny material about <laughs> it. It's so funny, you should yeah. ask. So Same I thing with that show, uh... What's that show? Um, Comics Unleashed. Oh my God! It's it's just a bun It's a volleyball game. It's the second worst show I've ever done. What's the first worst? I think it was called Party Time or something with Dweezil Zappa and oh Moon my God. Unit <gasps> Zappa and. Was that on MTV? I don't know. It might have been. Who was the black guy who was on the improv show, Drew Carey's show? Oh, um, um, Wayne Brady. Wayne Brady yeah. was on, it, and Wayne was happy. He was like he was like right in his element, just singing He's and funny. dancing. Yeah, very smart. But th it was such a bad show, and I, I just wanted to get away from there. I didn't care about the money. It was so embarrassing. Like I said about the dancing. Yeah, you just <laughs> I dancing. Fucking hate dancing. Wait, who's the most famous person? Promise you've met? me this: if we become better friends and we're at a party or something, never. I'm gonna make you dance. Never dance at I, me or try and pull Dom, me on the I'm dance floor. I'm gonna make you dance. Fucking hate dancing. There's no way. Just the way you're gonna There's make no me talk about my demons. Like, <laughs> You, this is this will what be the compromise. Do you have any alcohol problems or anything you want to talk about? Yeah, I mean, I definitely. You want I've a sambuca, by the way? A sambuca? Yeah. You want dessert? I, I mean, I'll have some dessert. We want a little Sam, You're such a guinea. You want some sambuca? Come on, I'll get you a little something. Do you need any car parts for your car? I got a guy. <laughs> Do you need a carburetor? I got a guy. <laughs> you know a guy. <laughs> I know. A, I don't know the guy. I know the guy who knows the guy. He called me. I'm not much of a sambuca person, but what I mean, since we're we're having a guinea dinner. I'm only half guinea though. Do you consider me one of one of your people? Yes, I do. 
My father's 100%. That's like, that gives me some street cred. What do you got, blonde hair and blue eyes? Uh, blue eyes? What kind of eyes do you have? Look at my eyes. They're Yours look eyes. black right now. Yours look like devil eyes. E, thank you. <laughs> Dear Lord, please. I have like shit brown eyes. Are they brown? Yeah, they're brown or brown yellow. This light. I mean, I, I like booze. My dad's a big boozer. Um, I definitely had, you know, I started drinking when I was like 13. Yeah, me too. Um, I drank more in high school than I did in college. I didn't drink yeah. at all in college. I didn't go to college, but I probably would have drank a lot if I had gone. You never went to college? No, but you, you went to my MU? Fuck, I couldn't get in a real school. Where no. did you go? Biscayne College where the Dolphins trained and Barry Biscayne College. Biscayne College? Biscayne. Oh, I no, Biscayne. Biscayne. I think said this. Biscayne. Biscayne College. Yeah, Biscayne College. <laughs> I went to the Skank University. Snack a pussy, you. <laughs> I would love that t-shirt. Snack a pussy. Yeah, snack a pussy. You know what's funny about that bit? You ever see it? No. Did you ever see that bit about... Anyway, I do... You know, like I work all over the English-speaking world. Not yeah. to be a jerk-off, but... And, and I, I go, like, Australia, the drinking age is 18. So, you know, you're going to have 16-year-olds in there. And, like, the waitresses, for some reason, the one thing they always say to me is, Stank up, Because Stank stank. it's your joke. Well, the joke is, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> it's about, you know, like, Def Jam guys being so gross and vile. And then at the end, they say, God bless you, like, as if God would sanction this language. Baby, that pussy was so stinky. It was stinky. Stinky, stinky. Scrubsy. Must be still pussy. Hey, God bless you. Peace out. That's, that's the joke, you know? So, uh, and, and it's so funny because, like, it is, that is the, true, this beautiful, though. The beautiful girl I was telling you about with the half uh, Filipino, half uh, Swedish. Yeah. She'll just come up to me and go, stinky, stinky. And she'll, wait, she'll make it worse. She goes, stinky, 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 bloody pussy. I said, oh, bloody. You have to throw bloody. You're like, God, that's like yeah. fifth-year relationship right. stuff. you got to ease into that. E. I can't believe you went to Miami. You must have just been banging left and right. Yeah. The, but there's, I, I told you I went to Miami for a weekend, and the women there are just, they're on another level of beauty. Everything's very put together. The boobs, the hair, the lips, the tan. Yeah, but you know, it's that's South Beach you're talking about. Yeah, that about. means South Beach, yeah. And there are some very beautiful women all over that state. I mean, well, like, look, we live in California. Come I on. know, there's cra just bitches on bikes everywhere. You know, I got women mad at me in Philly because I was with some of the waitresses at the uh, at the comedy store, at the Laugh Factory, and we took a picture, and I said, boy, my, my Hollywood friends are a lot prettier than my Philly friends. <laughs> And I'm fucking, you know, like I'm kidding. I, I know, mean, it's just like, like you're a comedian. I mean, there are beautiful women. There, there are beautiful women in Philly, but, they, you know, the people come out here because they're good looking. Yes. They make a trip you can here. Make, you make money because you're good looking. Yeah, and they were the prettiest girl in their high school, the prettiest girl in their college, and now they're here. I, you know, it must be weird for some of them who were always the prettiest, and now they're not the prettiest. And it's, that's just such a weird thing to drive what you do and what, where you put your value. Because that fades. Yeah. I met this woman last night when I was at the bar, you know, drinking because my car had gotten towed. Oh, you went to a bar? Yeah, right underneath my apartment. Well, that makes me feel better because I thought you were drinking like a bottle of wine alone. I mean, that happens as well, but it was a bottle of wine in the in the bar underneath my apartment. And there was this woman who was beautiful. She was just long hair, beautiful skin, and it turns out she was like 60, I think. She was turning 60 next week. And she's talking about all the surgery that she's going to have on her face. 
Oh God. And I was like, well, you, you've made it to this point yeah. and you're beautiful. Literally beautiful. Do you really want to look like a space cat? Do you, yeah, do you want to look like yeah. a whale's vagina stretched out oh. even worse than it already is now in that I'm salt water? again. How do you do it? <laughs> we'll take two clams casino. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, I, have you ever dated a chick with like all the plastic surgery? No, I couldn't. It's was it pr- was that pr- prevalent in your time, like when you were, you know, twenty? Back in the pioneer days. Back back in the Oregon well, nose Trail. Nose jobs have been around. Nose jobs and boob jobs have been around. Some of the other ones, like the waist reduction and the chin liposuction stuff. Yeah, that that's more newer that I remember. But it's so, so weird how it's almost like you can only tell you can almost tell which people went to what doctor. Yeah. Because they have a certain a look, like a mold. They get branded on their neck. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I hate that fucking uh, cat, that cat look. Yeah. D- with so the lips half puckered out. As a guy, like... Excuse me one second. Yeah, he needs a Sambuca, right? Can I get a Sambuca and a tiramisu? What do you want? I'll have a, um, I'll have a, l- a little Sambuca. I might as well. You when can't in, have a when little. I'll Rome. drink the rest All of All right, it. we'll have two regular Sambucas. Sambucas and a tiramisu. And a tiramisu with two spoons. I gotcha. Three. We'll put the third one in my butthole. Oh, boy, that's going to taste delicious. <laughs> Mixed with that cinnamon flavor. <laughs> I love that we just ordered. <laughs> but so have, having lived in just I feel like it's just kind of like two different generations because now with all this plastic surgery, like, do you notice it more now that there are more women that are, what would you call it, affected or changed, altered, more altered women? Tits uh, up to their neck and lips out to... Beyond their silhouette, you know, I I, I can get fooled sometimes. Some of it's really good, but I yeah I, I don't know if there's any more. I think it's been the last twenty years. So you think it's not so crazy? I don't think so. I mean, I there, you know, one of one of the waitresses at the Laugh Factory lied to me. And you know, well, you think, what the fuck are you lying to me? I don't even give a fuck. But she uh, she told me she had an operation. She had a cyst in her uterus, so I took her to dinner. Because I didn't know what to do for her. <laughs> oh, did, you, did you order for her hungry? <laughs> Let's feed your sis. <laughs> Table for three, please. But you know what she was... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, can I have this to go? Can you wrap that up for me? Thank you. No, not to go. Thank you. Pariavar. Gracias. Thank you. Mucho gracias. Le doy mi gracias. Yo, yo tengo pantalones ahora. Yo tengo pantalones ahora. Yeah, pantalones. No bueno. Yeah. Mi amo, mi amo Domingo. Domingo? <laughs> okay. Bueno. But, but <laughs> Did you ever date a chick with plastic surgery? No. Oh, yeah, just fake tits. How do, so how do you feel about fake boobs? Come on. They were, the thing is, they weren't fake. It was a lift, so they were pretty hot. Okay, well, that's different. That's like augmentation. Yeah. That's when they, they reshape them. I don't like the taste. <laughs> I think it did because you could you could taste the chemicals. Are you serious? No. Oh my god! <laughs> I Carita? was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I thought like it could seep out through the nipple. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Saline. Oh god. No, I uh, I'm not I'm not attracted to that. What do you look for? Like what what are you like a brunette guy? Are you a blonde no, guy? Are you are you a equal opportunity I fucker? Look close. <laughs> Stick a stick a musket, crusty, useful. Okay. <laughs> Peace. God Thank be with you. you. Have a good night. Yeah. Uh, who I was who was the most famous person you met? You asked me. Okay, I'll t- Gene Wilder was mine. All time top. Oh wow. Most favorite person ever. 
Who's yours? Because you've you know you've been around. I would say the most famous. Let me think. Like maybe somebody you even were well, excited to meet. I can't. I mean, in my history, because I've been with, I've been around so long, and I've known so many people. I guess the two most famous people that I I've considered friends would be Bruce Willis and George Clooney. Damn. And Cher. Because Cher's oh, really famous. Oh, just Bruce Willis, George Clooney, and Cher? Just well, like the three most famous? Well, I mean, uh, Cher's, Cher's an icon and all that, but she's not as big a movie star as they are. But, I mean, in her own right, she's... She's huge. She's huge, yeah. She's like the queen of the gay well, world. I worked with her for years. Yeah. But uh, people that I didn't know, I would say Springsteen probably was the most one of the most famous people. Is he like... I would imagine he would smell good, like cedarwood and... I don't know, but I, saw, I met him at Conan O'Brien show in New York, and uh, he came to see Max. Max plays in the E Street Band, you know, the yeah. drummer. Mm-hmm. And he comes up to me and he asked me about, you know, he's just chatting about stand up. And he said, You ever open for rockers? And I says, I have, but I would never open for you. <laughs> he said, Why do you say that? I said, What a fucking nightmare opening for Bruce. Oh my God. I go, First of all, even if I was on the bill, the lights go down and they're all screaming, Bruce, Bruce, Bruce. And then the curtain goes up and I'm standing there with a mic. <laughs> I should be in armor. <laughs> you should be in riot gear. <laughs> right. With a full screen in front of your face. People are going to be throwing PBRs at you. Yeah, all be, you know, Bruce, we said Bruce, not you. Who the fuck are you? But didn't you didn't experience that with Cher? No, no, God. People were was, respectful? Yeah. No, I wasn't some fucking joke monkey up there. I was, yeah. on, the, I was on the bill. That's right. She was re- respectful, like... Sure, it was great. Bruce is like, yo, you want to open for me? No, he didn't say it. He was just asking me if I ever opened for people, and I just went. Because I had an ex- experience with Joan Jett. Remember Joan Jett? Of course I do. Uh, I I was at Asbury Park Convention Center. It was my first gig that was like a big, big room, 4,000 people. And I go up on stage. The guy says, he hands me $250. He goes, listen, man, stay on as long as you can. All right, there's an endorsement for you. This is right. why she wasn't there yet? No, no, she was there. They were all tuning up. And uh, so I go on, and I'm doing... I, I, 2,000 people uh, were laughing, <laughs> which meant 2,000 people fucking hated me. I'm going, they're going, I think that's a pretty good ratio. Joan. Yeah, it doesn't seem that good when you're up there, though. <laughs> somebody tossed the top of a Dixie cup. Uh, just tossed it. It came very slow in the air. And just laid, That's all I had to see, and I walk off. I did about maybe two minutes. You did two minutes. Two minutes, and uh, the guy and the guy goes, uh, oh, "I'm sorry, man. I fucking you can't throw stuff. Uh, I, I get off for that." And he goes, "Hey, you did great." I go, "I did great. I did fucking two minutes." He goes, "Nobody lasts that long." I go, "What do they do? Run across the stage?" Do you know what I mean? Like he said, he said, "So why do you even have a comedian?" He goes, "Ah, eh, you know, it gives the man the chance to warm up a little more." Yeah, like why? Why not just have another like? Why not just have a, ca- a kitten run across right, the stage? Right, a cute little kitten. With a oh, camera. A snow leopard. Yeah. But, uh... Gracias, Tiramisu. Tiramis Hart. I think I'm going to... Look, I might have a boyfriend. Speak a little Spanish and you, you find love. Did you see how hard he was? He was very hard. He actually brought the Tiramisu <laughs> hands-free. <laughs> balancing on his Sons. dick. <laughs> Sans. hands. <laughs> And we stopped our face with tiramisu. This is kind of fun, like eating and stopping and eating. Well, it was your idea. I like it. I was going to have like this cold, dank thing at the Laugh Factory. That's my vagina. You're going to have my vagina at the Laugh Factory? Cold and dank? You know what? Can I see it? (laughs) 
clear. Is that a, a, Look, you see this, the leftover tiramisu? I sort of see what it... You just cut it in half <laughs> and just kind of mash it. Oh. This is what my... Oh, it's got little sprinkles on it? Yeah, my vagina looks like <laughs> tiramisu oh. that's smushed. I'll take a bite of that. <laughs> see, this is like comedians... My friends I can talk to like this, but do you talk like this to your friends? Because I, I... It's just how it is. Like When you're with comics, you just bullshit and you're... you're vulgar with each other and it's they funny get it, they can get offended at times yeah especially their wives sometimes <laughs> you talk to their wives but, like that yeah you know i forget you know you, you forget the, what the real world's like compared to our world yeah you know what i mean are you gonna get married again all right if you want to jeez i only did it's only a podcast <laughs> did it look like i was asking you yes <laughs> You're going to get married again. I can't that's, how I, that's how I would actually propose. I would propose to a guy, and I'd be like, You don't want to get married, you do you? You don't want to get married, yeah. do you? <laughs> I didn't mean to jump your line. Let's take no, it over. That's funny. Look at you and I. We're, we're just finishing each other's sentences. It's a sentences. simpatico. Do you think you will? I don't know. I don't know. Look at me. I don't know how long I'm going to live. Don't say that, Dom. It would be so great if you died yesterday, tomorrow, and this is my your last interview. That would be such good. That would be so yeah. good. I know. I did one one of Robin Williams' last ones. You did? Well, actually, what, Rob, wasn't Robin's. It was Rick Overton's, but it was Robin and I on the the whole oh, thing. Oh man, were you close with him? Uh, close as as comrades in comedy. Yeah. Not that we hung out. Soldiers, we, comedy soldiers. Yeah, well, I, don't, I don't know how else to put it. That it's not going to be corny. Comedy buds. Yeah. No, I, I loved Robin. I thought he was a great guy. But it was, this is no way to end the podcast, by I, the way. We, it, I don't care. I'll end it with yeah. a fart if I want to. Big, fat, wet fart. Can you, can you do farts on command? No. Do you think it's gross when girls fart? I think it's so sweet. Honestly, if, if you have a girlfriend. Sh- a bubble of shit. <laughs> a shit cloud. Do you think it's gross? Do you get grossed out when your girlfriend does that? Well, you have to know somebody. For me, baby, let me tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> If you're picking somebody up, like to go out for for dinner, <laughs> she, she get in the car, she lifts her leg and lets one blast. I'm I'm out of here. Well, I guess we're never going to go out on another date again. <laughs> no, now you're. I know you well enough. You could, if you have to fart, I go, oh, good for you, bro. <laughs> Second gear, it's all right. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, I didn't. Can I get a cappuccino? Cappuccino. Please. You want one? No, I'm good. Plus, uh, I'll, it'll give me too much gas. You, are you flatulent? I'm a flatulent person. My sister's flatulent. My father literally was a pull my finger type of guy. So oh, really? it's just. Did you ever hear about the great, the great Pujol? No, what is that? He was a guy. He used to look it up. Pujol. 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 P u j o l, I think it was, and he was famous for his farting. He did a show of all different kinds of farts. This like is a, a real person. Yeah, a baby crying. <laughs> he did a fart, a, a, a tearing a sheet in half, and he used to. <laughs> and uh, he was supposed to be more popular than, uh, like, like the biggest box office draws in France at the time. What was this like, like Chaplin time? Like, what, what uh, he would era put the was mic this? up to his ass, I guess, like Jim Carrey and Pet Detective. <laughs> I think farts are hilarious. They are. There's something, and uh, my, my family will always laugh at that. They always see my, think, my that's how my dad is. Yeah, it is funny though. It's very. Unusual. But I think it's interesting that you're kind of saying like. It's not your favorite thing if you're your girlfriend to fart. I said like on the beginning, like if she has to fart after. But wouldn't a while. it be nice just to kick it off that way to let you know that this is a possibility down the line, especially if you have leather seats. 
I told Gwen how hot she was. If you're really that hot, if you're hot, you can get away with anything. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna shit in my hand and throw it. Slowly, fucking the fucking legs on her when she squats. You know, it's all about that. Come on. Oh, I know what I was gonna tell you. The uh, the song, you know, when we wrote these songs, the first song it was was predicated on looks about looks. What happened was my friend Ollie, who has uh, you know musical director for Cher and all. Yeah. He was he was living with one of the dancers, and uh, she found the receipt of him sending flowers to a woman in Israel for her thirtieth birthday. Shit. She was not upset. She thought it was a very sweet thing. But then she she saw the woman on Facebook and she was a fucking knockout. And then she got mad. And then she got mad, and I said to him, and I didn't mean it to be funny or profound. I says, "Too bad, man. If only she had been ugly, you'd still be together." And that was the first song. About that's the title of the song. Yeah, and then the second. song I listened was, to that song, but that's that, that's true. I want you to hear the whole song sometime because you only hear like a snippet. That's on right. My, you only hear podcast. a snippet on Joe Rogan's podcast. And the other one, no, that no, the one on Joe Rogan's podcast is. Just to disappoint you further, and my favorite line—we <laughs> both we co-wrote co it, but my favorite line that I wrote was, "Every time I think of you, I get distracted by something more interesting." Oh God, that hurts! It goes deep to the soul. Sorry, it's a joke. Yeah, but it, it, it's true. I know. And it's true about like, you know, a gr But you know, for me, like, if a guy's gonna cheat on me, I would rather the girl be prettier, because then it, you're like, oh, okay, that makes sense. But Deep down, girls, if the girl is less attractive, they'd be like, okay, whatever. I'm still queen bitch. Yeah, yeah. I got this. Yeah. Send flowers to the ugly bitch in Israel, whatever. But, I don't know. I think, like, I just had a brain fart from the Sambuca. I saw that look. Did you see my eyes? I was wondering where you're going. <laughs> where is she now? <laughs> what planet is she landing on? I literally on? just, like, the Sambuca's no joke. I just think... <laughs> Dead blood. But I didn't think. I never like, thought I'd say this, but <laughs> uh. <laughs> my brain literally just shut down from the sambuca. Well, you can't end a show like that. Why not? God, you're so different. I don't care. What are we gonna end it? Were you gonna have an orchestra come out play out of your asshole? Do you play the the ball trumpet? I have never. Uh, I never had anything come out of my asshole. I mean, other than the usual. I pulled a, a spaghetti string type creature out of my butthole once. <laughs> I think I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I just picture you with your legs up in the air. <laughs> with the Mom, Dad, come in here. <laughs> Meet Larry. <laughs> <laughs> Larry the Noodle. How do you want to end it? Tell me something. How, t tell me how you want to end this forever. Okay, this is okay. Here's an idea. Let's just Go. theoretically say that you're going to die tomorrow. Okay. We don't want you to. I don't want you to. I love, but say so this, this is go, uh, this is like how you'd want to go out, not knowing you're going to die, but knowing you're going to die. Oh, just, here comes the cappuccino. That'll <laughs> <laughs> kill me. My heart rate over 200. Thank you. Thank you. I just want to say Jesse May Pelusa kills me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Dom. Love you too. Couple of guineas, eating sambuca, eating sambuca. Listen to me. Well, I mean, it's so thick you could almost eat it. Drinking sambuca and eating tiramisu. 
just a couple of Goombas hanging out at an Italian restaurant. I think you can actually even hear Sinatra in the background, which is a beautiful thing. <laughs> we couldn't get more Italian if we tried. That was Don Myrera, folks. One of my favorites. Class act. If you can, check him out. Check out his podcast. Check out Don Myrera on Twitter. Uh, you gotta you, you gotta see this dude. He's just, he's a legend. He's a living legend. And uh, somebody who I'm very happy I can call a real friend. A real sick son of a bitch. Really. If you really want to get real with it. How many times can I say real? Real. Really. So fun. So fun. Um, I wanted to do my recommendation. I recommended Wolf Cop last week. And um, they actually followed me on Twitter. I followed them and they followed me back. No big deal. I don't want to, I don't mean to brag, but I am. I, w- I recommended that movie last week. If anybody saw it, please let me know because it is a hoot. A fun, fun, fun movie. Um, and they actually told me, I, I said I didn't know who directed it, but I-, I also wanted to know who did the makeup and special effects and his name is Emerson Ziffel. So check out his stuff. If you're into special effects when it comes to horror movies as much as I am and how realistic they made some of the scenes in that movie look, I was such a nerd to actually ask Wolf Cop, which is at Wolf Cop the movie on Twitter, who their special effects guys guy was. Emerson Ziffel. That's who he was. So you got to check him out, y'all. Look him up. Google him. Cyberstalk him. Tell him that you love him. Tell him that you want him to make it look like your face is being torn off. How amazing would that be? Uh, I I think any woman would be into that. I want you to make it look like how I feel on the inside once a month. That's how it feels sometimes for us. Um, I am addicted to, to horror movies. Uh, I, I don't know. I still, I don't know why. I don't know why that's my thing. I think I just like to be scared all the time. Chicks, chicks tend to like horror movies. Um, maybe, maybe I want somebody to protect me and to hold me. Um, maybe I like to see that people are suffering. (laughs) They're actually, Netflix has a pretty decent selection and when I say horror it's a wide range you know I I like all different uh aspects of that genre there's a really good one that's on Netflix it's a little bit older it's called The Host and I think it's set in Korea if I'm not mistaken along the uh the one of their rivers there's a creature that exists in their river there and the special effects are so freaking awesome the creature looks so real. I love that. So check it out. It's called The Host. It should be on Netflix. I'm pretty sure. Um, what else did I love? Uh, there's another one, uh, Absentia, which is a kind of a fun one. A little um, very existential, freaky movie. Kind of a paranormal type thing. Pretty pretty damn good. Uh, check those out. There's so many good ones on Netflix. You just have to dig. Once in a while, they, you know, they they spruce it up 
If you're into zombie movies, Stakeland is a dope zombie film. That should be on Netflix, too. Really cool. Um, kind of has a Walking Dead feel as far as that post-apocalyptic where we are alone except for the zombies type feel. Check those movies out. Let me know what you think. Um, what else is going on? Uh, Stamos. Stamos News. Searching for Stamos. We can call this segment Searching for Stamos. Um, he was in the news and had reported that women like to take selfies with him after having sex. My question is, who the hell are these women that he's cheating on me with? And what kind of, what kind of woman bones John Stamos and then wants a trophy like that afterwards? Have some respect for yourself. And I really wonder, is he really taking selfies? There's no way he is because they would be on the internet by now. So these girls must have asked him for a selfie and he denied he denied you know why because you already got the dick quit being a greedy bitch he gave you the souvlaki you you get you you can't get a selfie and the souvlaki you get one or the other you don't get both in the stamos household he's got standards (laughs) you want a selfie or you want a souvlaki it depends on how hungry you are and where that hunger is originated where the where the source of that hunger is is it in your belly or is it in your no-no spot let's really think about this um I just thought that was hilarious that he actually said that we're getting close to dating I feel it quit call quit someone called me a stalker I am not a stalker I don't stalk him I just publicly profess my love for him you know what I've got a platform I'm gonna do it Um, What else has happened in the news? Oh, let's see. Angelina Jolie is adopting again. Jesus. She's got her own daycare. Good for her. Good for her. Everyone wants to talk crap about how crazy she is. Yeah, well, you know what? She's doing some humanitarian work with her fame and her celebrity. That's a lot more than Kim Kardashian is doing. She's just making her brother be more depressed. That poor Rob Kardashian. He's got to get his shit together. Somebody needs to help him. He's like, hey, guys, I'm over here selling socks. Does anybody know about me? (laughs) That poor kid, man. He lives in that crazy household. He probably feels so ostracized by all of their self-indulgent personalities. He's like, hey, guys, does anybody want some ankle socks? I'm here. Just please love me. I feel for you, Rob Kardashian. Let's go out and have a tea together. I'll help you out, buddy. Um... Taylor Swift is dating Kelvin. What's it? What's that guy's name? The the DJ, Kelvin Harris. Let me see. It's in my dirty magazine here. Kelvin Harris. Yep. He looks like a Jesus. He's he's one of these guys that kind of looks cute in photos, but then when you see him, he looks like Ryan Gosling's much less attractive cousin from Wichita. <laughs> Good for her. Let Taylor Swift, you know, let her add some notches to that beautiful bedpost of hers. Calvin Harris. Let it, let her do her damn thing. Let her get it on. And it looks like JLo is back with Casper the Friendly Ghost, her five-year-old boyfriend. I mean, you know what? Do you, boo. You look as good as you do, and you're as famous as you are and as rich as you are. You should be able to date an 18-year-old if you want to. That's what I say. Go ahead out there and bang a bunch of kids. At least, you know, JLo's doing a good service for women everywhere. I, I think more older women should bang younger guys so that they know what the hell they're doing by the time they get to me or you. 
How many times have you been with a dude who doesn't know what he's doing and then you teach him and then you send him off to the next girl to do the thing that he did wrong on you properly on her? So you know what? Maybe she's just doing a service for the rest of the women in the world. Banging young boys, teaching them things. Casper the friendly ghost. Um, well, this has been a fun one. This has been a fun episode. We, I feel like a, Dom and I covered a lot of good things. We got deep. We got a little deep. Um, check me out, jessiemay.com. This is the Sharp Tongue podcast every week, every Monday. I love doing this. Hopefully... I won't, you know, I've got holes all over my body now that I'm trying to deal with. My butthole, my hole in my head with the tooth, my emotional hole. I have a lot of things that need to be filled and cleaned. Um, <laughs> Disney's still not a, a uh, sponsor for this podcast. Quick questions from everybody. I know you guys uh, have posted some on my Facebook fan page. I do this every week now. If you want to post questions on my Jesse May Peluso comedian fan page, I will answer them on the podcast the following week. Um, let's see what we got going on. We can do a couple here. Are you planning on adopting any more siblings for Carly, Carlin and Fozzie? This is from Melissa Lewis Flanagan. You got a big ass name. It's a lot of letters. You want to chop that down a bit? Am I going to have any more siblings for, for Carly, Carlin and Fozzie? I keep saying Carly. I, you know, maybe that turtle. Maybe that turtle I talked about for the turtle racing. You know, I, I, once Fozzie passes on to the next life, I will get Carlin a replacement friend. Until then, I'm stuck with my Anna Nicole Smith chihuahua and Carlin for now. Um, Richard Bush. <laughs> oh, man. Your parents really named you Richard Bush? Dick Bush. I couldn't resist. Your name is Dick Bush. You're my best friend. And your profile, your, your timeline photo is of a bush. I love you. You actually asked a really good question. Least, most favorite thing about being on the road. My least favorite thing about being on the road is that it's hard to find good food sometimes. And sometimes I'm alone a lot. So those that makes it a little difficult when there's nothing to eat and no one to talk to. You know, that's how most of us spend our lives doing things with people and eating. Uh, my, my most favorite thing about being on the road, that, that is my, that's how I make money. That's my career. I think it's pretty cool that I get to travel and meet all my different fans all, all across the country and experience new places and, and find out cool things about different cities that are in this beautiful country that we have. So I think that's the, my, my, be my most favorite thing about being it on the road, experiencing new things alone. <laughs> um, Ross Greer asks, is there ever an acceptable reason for a woman to have an anchor tattoo? <laughs> That's so specific. And the answer is no. I don't care if she's in the, the, the Marines. Who gets the anchors? The, um, if she's a, a part of the fleet, is she, a, is she a Navy SEAL? I mean, who cares? Let her get whatever tattoo she wants. You can't judge anybody. Any woman can get any tattoo she wants. Let her, li let her live her life, Ross Greer. Are we talking about your ex-girlfriend? Um, Holly Peterson asks, do you want to make out? Haha, ha, JK. You're not kidding. You're projecting. You really want to make out with me. So don't ask me that question and then take it back. And yes, I will make out with you, Holly. Uh, your next question is, who would you like to meet? Anyone in history, dead or alive? <sighs> dead would have to be 
Richard Pryor and George Carlin. And I would love to have a conversation with Gandhi. Um, I know that was three people. Alive, Gene Wilder is still alive, and I really would love to meet him. I met him once, but I want to meet him one-on-one. He's one of my idols, one of my childhood idols. I really would love to talk to him. Um, Yeah, good question, Holly Peterson. When are we going to make out? Oh, my friend Raymond from Silverado uh, Vineyard Winery in Napa Valley, one of my friends who works at the vineyards, one of the vineyards I got drunk at. Um, He says, who's your favorite wine guy in Napa? It's you, Raymond. It's you. Um, Let's see what else. What entertains you in your leisure time? Troy True Nicarachi? Nicarachi? That's a fake name. You're escaping the law. Are you on the lam? Troy True Nicarachi? What entertains me in my leisure time? My dogs. I'm such a single loser. I spend a lot of time with my dogs, and I love movies. Those are my favorite two things to to do when I'm... uh, when I have leisure time. Well, not to do. I don't do my dogs during my leisure time. But you know what I'm saying. Troy, true, Nicarachi. Um, Michael Tubiak. What is something you want to do for years but haven't yet? Um, date Stamos. Hello. I've been wanting to do that for some time now. Maybe, Michael, you can put in a good word for me. Okay? I hope you can. God, somebody send the word. Somebody email Stamos and let him know. I'm just kidding, guys. No, I'm not. Um, oh, Marty. <laughs> My friend Marty, whose name I've botched a thousand times on this podcast, he asks, how much tequila are you going to make Marty drink this weekend coming up? Oh, Marty. Oh, you poor bastard. I'm going to make you lawn dive once again. I'm going to make you do a swan lawn dive yet again, Mr. Crapoli. Those are the questions. Send them next week. I love you guys so much. Thank you for asking me these crazy questions. And, um, yeah, I look forward to answering them. Um, Check me out. I'll be at Levity Live April 24th, 25th, 26th with Marcella Arguello and Marty Caproni. I'm never going to say your name right, Marty. Just love me the way I am. Marty, a.k.a. Crapoli, a.k.a. Caproni. Jeez, it sounds like a drunk guy trying to order pasta. Can I get Marty Caproni? Um... Check us out, Levity Live, 24, 25, 26 at the Palisades Mall next weekend. The weekend after that, I'm going to be at Kansas City Improv. That's the first weekend of May. Come check me out. Um, I I love you guys for listening. I hope you made it this far with us. And I'm going to leave you with a fun little voicemail from my friend, my lovely friend, Dom the Sausage Irera. Hello, you little hairy whore. It's, it's Big Daddy. Big Daddy Dom Rare. Mama. Um, I think my balls smell musty. Or is it just my mom? Jesse May, uh, it's Dom. I guess you didn't guess that by now. Oh, my pussy it was so stinky it was a uh, stink Hello, Jesse May, Dom. Oh, say, can you see? My cock up a tree. You know, you think there's a point in life where you grow up. Anyway, hope you're well, my friend. I'll talk to you soon. More, much more than this.